flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Audio Drama Networks. This is Mutual. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. H.G. World presents The Diary of Jill Woodbine Written by Jay Smith Performed by Veronica Jaguer with music by Kevin McLeod. If this is a diary, I should start with a dear so-and-so, right? But I've been sitting here trying to think who I'd send it to you. I'd love to send this to my parents to tell them I'm okay and maybe get something back to assure me they're the same. I'd love to know where to post this so it reaches my friends from school. The ones still out on the road. Maybe dead. Maybe somewhere in between. But as I type this out, the fact that anyone I would want to read this will never know how to find it makes me sad. It makes me angry. It makes me want to find a way out of here and run. Just run until I fall down or get caught. But... I'm really not able to do that. So I'll just move past the salutation and into the content portion. I'll figure it all out later. Let me start at the top. My name is Jill Woodbine. I just turned 21 years old. I was a student at Center Valley University in Clarion County. However, I do not believe I will be graduating. As I type this, I'm sitting on a cot with my head propped up on musty pillows against a cold cinder block wall. On the other side of that wall is a disaster that none of us see going away anytime soon, so I try to keep focused on what's happening on this side. As you, whoever you are, probably know well enough, the world had a bit of a disagreement with the dead. The dead didn't want to stay dead. In fact, they much preferred getting back up to eat the living. The eaten would fall down, die, get up, and join the band. Depending on who you believe, there are anywhere from 30 to 99 not-dead, hungry cannibals out there for every one of me. Or you. For the last 90 days, I've been stuck in a big warehouse-slash-relocation center in western Pennsylvania. I was told we'd be relocated from here, but there's been no word on that. I'm about 300 miles from home, and I'm stuck. Like most of the hundred or so people in here with me, I don't know what's happened to most of the people in my life. 
at the same time, they don't know what's happened to me. The last time I talked to my mom, I told her I was leaving school and coming straight home. From there, she and my stepdad were getting ready to charter a plane to a place in Canada where they were told things aren't as bad. But I ended up here instead. Here is a place called HG World, which was a big home improvement do-it-yourself warehouse that you see across the country. I am assigned bunk 221 in what they call birch section. The people who run this place call this little room barracks, though I'm pretty sure this used to be a spot where they sold lawn tractors. We have walls made of blue plastic tarp and plywood squares. Around me, steel shelves rise about 60 feet toward the ceiling and some dirty skylights. Those and the rows of glass block windows in each wall give us light to live by. But it's a gray, dull place. We're sealed inside for the winter. There are no big bay windows, just cinder block. Construction projects inside make it noisy and difficult to get around. There seem to be people in charge, but all I get to see are guys in red aprons called constables who keep the peace and tell everyone what to do and where to go. We're not allowed to leave. I don't know who decided that rule, but we all seem to obey it. I hear there's a prison for people who don't go along with the constables. I hear that if you're bad enough, they can, quote, evict you. End quote, like this is all just some reality show. I know for a fact that several people I came inside with have gone missing, even though they weren't sick or infected or doing bad things. I don't want to seem morbid, but I don't know how long we'll be here. I don't know why we haven't been rescued yet or if there is anyone left out there to try. Sometimes, I think the people running this place don't want us to leave. Sometimes, I dream about being one of a hundred corpses left inside this mausoleum. Dead, but never dying like the monsters outside these walls. Sometimes, I dream of the silence of final death and think, that's not so bad. So much for not being morbid, huh? Well, that's really why I want to keep busy like everyone else. I want to get off of this bed, but the doctor here says I'm one of the walking wounded. A twisted, swollen ankle. It gives me too much time to think. I hope I can heal up quick and stop thinking so much and be a happy idiot like everyone else. Meanwhile... How I Ended Up Here is a short story, but it pretty much sums up how screwed things are outside. In the space of a few weeks, my world went from the usual batch of screwed up and went full-on stupid. Case in point. About three months ago, I was handcuffed to a police officer, some local yokel who looked like he won his badge at the bottom of a Costco-sized bag of pork rinds. It was about that time I met my first eater. 
let me try to explain this. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E.com. Twisted Pulp Magazine.